Welcome everyone to the official UE podcast. I'm your host Terry, and join me as ever, Mr. Daryl Saunders. How's it going, mate? Good, mate. Good, mate. I just got the bus home, so. <laughs> oh, you're a fellow bus wanker now. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Love it. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little off at the moment. I'm trying to get into this. It's nice having a bit of a laugh, like pre-record just a minute ago, because I, I literally got in from work and had like a three-hour nap. I'm oh, so tired today. Hours. That's not a nap. Though, yeah, that's, that's like that's like that's like a proper dad power nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what you claim Richard, as a nap, please, but Matt, it's please. not a nap, bro. That's a sleep. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's. I think it's just all finally caught up on me all week doing like twelve, thirteen hours, and then only sleeping sort of four, five, five hours each day. I think it finally caught up on me, and I need like a little nap. Fair. Fair. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. And also joining us, Mr. Andy Young. How's it going, mate? Yeah, not bad, lads. How are we doing? Yeah, yeah. better now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's jump straight into it. I mean, um, I suppose we could sort of discuss uh, how we got on, how, well, how you guys got on in 1 2 1, and maybe we could touch on 1 2 2 as well. Uh, At least it makes it relevant for results for me. <laughs> yeah, so how does Stem go? Yeah, 1 2 0. Be calm. Um... It's literally. Are, are they? Just, be, are they still? Uh, yeah, they're still unmanaged. It's quite. A lot I was gonna say yeah. After now. Steve left, yeah. So there's six unmanaged. So it's literally just gonna be how you do against each other. So, yeah, I mean it's such a shame well, with the team that Steve had created to see what they are now. There's hardly mm. anything. I mean, someone must have took them over for a bit because there's quite a lot missing, unless they got raided sort of end of season, but um. Yeah, now Percy's gone as well from Lochran. Ah, there's no one left. But yeah, I'm still third. Oh, Percy's gone. Yeah, well, they're unmanaged. Um, but yeah, I'm still third. I think I've won seven in a row. So yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. But yeah, comfortable. And uh, yeah, good stuff, mate. Good stuff. And how about yourself, Andy? Yeah, another good week. Um, Alborg. Well, way to Krakow in the Champions League. Got a nice 2-1 away win there, which puts me back on top of the group. Um, Very nice. And then, yeah, home, 3-1 win at home. Leaves us joint top with Malmo. Um, yeah, nice turn, to be honest. Lovely stuff. And I think that sort of leads us on nicely into... Um have a little discussion about the Champions League. Um, looking at it straight away, we've got Group 1 here, which is topped by Manchester United, who had a really good win over Mallorca 3-0. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that would under- happened as much probably under you, Andy, but <laughs> but you ditched them. They're on managed uh, again, and I've come very tempted. I did get tempted. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Anderlecht, second place. They beat uh, Dynamo Minsk 1-0 this week. Um, it's a tight that, group. It's, it's, it's a, I was going to say it's a really tight group. Uh, but does it surprise you? You, you know, Steve being top with uh, United? Not at all. No, no, not at all. Um, and yeah, I don't even. I, I mean, I'm in even still. Someone new. No, oh yeah, it's someone new. So yeah, no, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise because. Anderlecht there either, to be honest. Mallorca unmanaged, do manager at Anderlecht. Not a huge surprise to see it go like that. It's probably a surprise that it's so tight, but 
yeah, it's not the biggest surprise in the world. Yeah, I, I think that's sort of why I asked. I think you'd probably sort of Jesse at Anderlecht and Steve at, um, at United would have, like for me, probably would have been my favourites to go through. Um, yeah, I, I, I it, it just surprised. I only think that sort of slightly surprised me. I think Jesse's had a really good run in uh, one two one, uh, and Steve's been a bit indifferent. Like some games, it's weird, isn't it? Some games he absolutely slaps teams, and the next minute he's getting beat, and yeah. he's sort of been mid table pushing top half. Yeah, you're right. he always seems to like finish in that top five though. In the end, yeah, like, he, he gets it done to... when he needs it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a bit different than normal because it's more get it done when he needs to instead of yeah powering you know, away like he has done in some games that we yeah not a surprise i think how champions the the other teams are to a yeah yeah very much so very much so um and then we look into um uh, group 2 there and uh I think a big, big result this week was um, obviously top versus second. Um, Rees with Inter Milan had a really great chance to put that group to bed. Um, lost 3-1 to Steve Watkins as uh, Tottenham. That Tottenham team's naughty, though. Yeah. It pains me to say it, but that is a naughty team. Yeah. Yeah, it is a very good team. It is, it is, yeah. You get that. Uh, As I say, he gets his tactics system. right. He could do a lot of damage. Damage, yeah, all day long he could. I think the big surprise for me, really, though, was um, was well, yeah, like Leverkusen. Uh, Volkstar is actually a surprise. If you see them in, the yeah, league, he's I, destroying it's Division Two. Like, I know see, it's that's what I was thinking. Two, I, but... I, I, I didn't think he would struggle that much. No, no. Mm. I thought the same as Leverkusen. I mean, to concede ten goals in the first four games. Yeah, you know, you're not winning anything when you're conceding that many goals. And Andy has taken true, true. Oh, is it Andy Hare there? There. Oh Christ! Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Is that he's he's picking them up then? Yeah, it'll yeah, be tight. No, we could there, win the. But that Tottenham and you know what Reese has done at Inter Milan has been very impressive. But you would say it's a bit of a surprise with the momentum that Reese has been on to get slapped so bad at home. But keeps the group tight. Mm. Keeps it interesting, certainly, doesn't it? Yeah, I just, I just thought it was strange to see. Like, I mean, uh, Neil's been in such good form with Vorskla. Um, you know, top of his his division, only lost one game, but only one point. So far, um, hopefully he'll turn that around. Though. Yeah, I mean it was a bit tough because it is. He is Sorry, three. Yeah, one point. Team, but he's top of Division Two when there's only three managers in it. So yeah, you know, yeah. like that's not knocking him. We know Neil Sutherland. Very good no, manager, no, that's, mean, but... honest, that, that's, what, that's why I brought it up. In the yeah. Champions League at this point, you know, you're in season five. The the managers in the Champions League in season five, as a rule of thumb, are going to be the managers that. Have built these teams and put a lot of time and lot lot of effort in. They know these teams inside out. You know you're coming yeah, against yeah. managers that are very good, very seasoned managers. Exactly, and they, they it's, it's, a, it's a big different. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And uh, if we go to Group Three now, I mean uh, that's being topped at the moment by Zenit. Um, 
well, there is a bit of a surprise there, isn't there? With um, yep, Mark Rohn there in third spot and losing to unmanaged Valor. Yeah, <laughs> for me, is a surprise. You just wonder then is he mm. is he not giving them as much attention now? Is he having too much fun in one two two? Um, yeah, but you'd still Possibly. like if he's still sending it. I'd still expect him to, to that. Yeah. yeah, because like yeah, he, he's, I mean, I'm that, pretty he's sure he's probably not good, got good manager. to do. He's got that sitar team really set up a Mark Grown way. If he still said in his turn, you'd be surprised to see him. In- I'm curious time, though, because sorry, go on, Andy. Well, the last time I saw, he had a lot of UE points still sitting in the bank. He had a lot of cash sitting in the bank. You know, when you're at that point and you've got you've built your team. And this is part of the reason where, why I, I dropped Mjolker. I built my team. There was nothing more I could do with that team. Yeah. Couldn't take them any further. So it got to a point where you either stop sending your turns because it becomes boring or... Well, you stop sending your turns so people can't get promoted. I know. <laughs> but you, you, you get bored <laughs> in terms or you might miss a turn here and there and then it's very hard to keep motivated. And I think that's that that can happen when you get to that point because if you if you've got nothing to spend your points on, or you, you don't need to buy players, swap players. The game there's yeah. two sides to UE, and that's for some people a very important part. I I do wonder going back to Mark uh, with his Sitard side. I, like one thing I've noticed lately is these unmanaged sides that the computer or whatever is changing. Like the formations and tactics, it's not going to that four four two inside forward target man. I think inside forward mm. center forward. It was always like a generic thing, and you could kind of set up quite easily. It was always like a given, wasn't it? If you played in the managed side, it was almost like a bank of three points because you knew exactly how they were going to set up, and providing you had the abilities to counter it, you could pretty much always guarantee beating them. Um, it does make me wonder if maybe you got tripped up a little bit by the system playing something you weren't expecting. I had I did notice that some of the unmanaged teams that um, have, have since been dropped, they were still playing playing the same tactics and team essentially as yeah. what was there before. before was being set up. Um, so it still gave it some form of challenge. Obviously, there's no master tactic, but the only time players oh. are challenged is injuries and suspensions. Do you know what? I think the next time I, I leave a team, then I'm going to go 5 4 1 in that last turn and just play double, <laughs> double up on defend deep. <laughs> just shit out every team that ever plays them. <laughs> um, moving swiftly on, uh, Group 4, topped by uh, Bayern and Midgetland at the moment. Again, I'd uh... be surprised. But again, like I do start to wonder how many people are taking this now serious, you know? But again, mm-hmm. I, I, am I surprised though? I mean, they're two very good teams. But... Yeah, and good good managers in obviously yeah. laying out. Yeah, I yeah. know you. I know you're not going to say that, but <laughs> but um, but obviously Mikey Duncan as well. He's um, he's he's having a blinder in in uh in, in quite a few games. He's he's like out, out in, in a good nick of form. Um, so it doesn't surprise me them to leading the pack there. Only one that did surprise me is probably Liverpool. I thought Liverpool would be a bit higher. Yeah, because he's still. Yeah, Greg, he's Greg's, still doing Greg's been doing well, bits in in one two two especially. In fairness, and, he's got and, three draws, so it's not like he's losing a lot. It's just not converting them into wins. But again, it is such a tough. Yeah. It's a tough four to to you know, four very good managers. You know, that's gonna be super well, tough to break them down. 
super tough to take him down. So, you know, like we all know what they can do and how frustrating they can be, like all of them. So, yeah. But he, he needs he needs wins and he needs to win the last two and pray, isn't it, really? Yeah, very true. Very true. Okay, and then obviously uh, we've got uh, Group 5 now, which is topped by um, Amir's Man City. I, you know, I don't think any of us are surprised there with him. A you know, double, double Champions League winner, topping his group there. No surprise, really, is it? No. no. I, to be honest, I'd, other than maybe Martin, and there's no yeah. surprise. Yeah. Moscow's yeah. a very good team. Do you know what I mean? But again, Ian Hall's got a very good team there, so it's not a surprise that he's in the mix. I'm sure a lot's going to happen in the last couple of games with all three of them. But, you know, I maybe would have had Moscow and Madrid round the other way, but fair play to Ian for. Yeah, I mean, I, only reason why I, I would say I'm not, I mean, like, well, I am and I'm not because I, I you know, I think you guys know like, I massively rate Martin and he, he's a he's a good friend. But I, I also, I, th- I genuinely do think he's one of the best managers in the game. But also, oh, Ian's Ian's really set his. I, I, I've speak to Ian. I've known him like like yourself, Daryl, since like one oh eight. Probably a bit further for you, but um, uh, he he's been, he was talking to me about it. He, like I sort of said to him, like, "Yo, you're about fifth or sixth, I think, at the time in his league." And he was like, "Yeah." He said, "Just focusing on the Champions League. Wants to win that, or, or at least go far in it." And looks like it looks like it's it's showing exactly what you'd expect from a team trying trying to trying to play that way yeah mm. hasn't, hasn't lost you know so he'd probably be annoyed with the draw he got against helsinki this week he's probably annoyed him um but yeah yeah he's he's in there amongst it man city and madrid drawing obviously kept them both close to him so yeah if he's taking it serious he's still got a very good shout then yeah yeah very much so and uh going going back to uh group uh six now and we're going back to uh, Jesse here. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't uh, know. It's Andy Hare, sorry, uh, with FC Art Media, uh, former champion, but a fair bit off old Cabbage. Cabbage having a blinder. But oh, I think he, I, I, I'm not sure, but I've heard he might have dropped him. What, Leicester? Yeah. Wow. Well, have to, we, have to get a, we have to get a steward's inquiry on it, but. I, th- I think. Yeah, I heard like he's he was uh, maybe it's other teams he's got he might have dropped, but I, I don't know if he is necessarily dropping Leicester. But it it would be bizarre because he you know top of the league, top of his group, have an absolute fly it, you know, defending league champion. Yeah, it, it, you it'd be crazy. You know, he's got to a Champions League final in a league. It's just like Andy at season five is a turning point and the look. I think all of us do, no matter what team you've got and what you've done. Can you be bothered? You know, have you done? Mm. You know, have you achieved, you know, we all have little personal agreements. Like if I go up mm-hmm. this year, would season six be tough for me once I get Stonegrass to the top division, which was the ultimate goal, you know? Is it going to be tough to keep motivation with people dropping out? There's no real conversation other than us messing about in a WhatsApp group. You know, there's not really mm-hmm. deals that are going to game change your team now. You know, it's literally okay. because you and a mate have said, well, this guy's available and this guy's available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's literally the deals. You know, so you know, I think the I, problem with yeah. 121 is, as everyone knows, it accelerated too quick. Players got too high too quick. And then when it obviously it got slowed down, it got slowed down so much that people wasn't seeing rises. That's where a lot of people have gone. You know what? The team's already really good, but it's not improving anymore. I'm bored now. See you later. That's the thing. Like if my reserves were starting to come through and like really push on my first team. So I still had loads to swap. 
Like, yeah. you know, something like that. Like, oh, there's a left midfielder coming through my reserve. I can't wait to get him in. I'll swap my banging one that, you know, I've got, mm. you know, like there's none of yeah. that now. Like, you know, I've been in the WhatsApp chat and it's just us having banter. People posting yeah. this one. The, the lack nothing, of pipe. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing lack of that I could offer that people are going to take serious that would improve my team. You know? mm. So would you would you say then like would a good idea be say like EOS like maybe like the odd rises on first teamers who play certain games like on judgment again you know we'll keep that I think that's a great great idea that Ben brought in um, and maybe like a smattering here and there one two stats you know here and there for your first teamers but then like maybe focus like decent rises like three or four stats on mm. like reserve team youth yes. team and so we'll make it more viable As because the game goes on. I would mm. focus more on the rises through reserve and youth. Yeah, I think they, if I had a guy coming yeah. through that could challenge my first team, or I could see that the rises were happening, like, oh, this kid's good, you know? Like, I've got this 10 speed, 22 year old centre back that was all I've been working on. His judgment was like five. I think I've got up to seven, but I know he can play, you know? But he's just not going to because I don't have to change. Like, and he hasn't yeah. gone up all mm. season and he's 22, you know? Yeah. And it's just, okay. yeah. You know? I think that's the problem, isn't it? Though, because you know, you when when there is no pipeline, you know, where where, where the rises were slowed down, it wasn't just slowed down in the first team. Everything was slowed. Now I love end of season. End of season is like the best time. You know, when you get open that turns, the disappointment, the a little Christmas day for you. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love end of mm. season. It's my favourite time. But the last couple of seasons, end of season. Because of the rises in the first two seasons were just over the top, they've been so disappointing. Yeah. I love, you know, and it, that spoiled it for me because at the end of season is that one thing I really look forward to when we get that new mm. turns back, we get the rises. I'd rather have the end of the season rises and have players shooting up every other turn in training. And that's right. right. 121, you had too many players shooting up too quickly in training. And then you've got the end of season rises. It's got to be one or the other. I, I just I just think if you think about it realistically, like like first teamers in real life are they're gonna they're gonna slightly improve. Yeah, it's you know, little one percent here and there, they're gonna they're gonna get better. Ooh. But it's you know, if like if I as someone like say like you know, Arsenal, you know, you're watching these kids coming through, like like a Saka and Emil Smith Rowe and all that. Do you know what I mean? And they, they would have been like your what would we say, like your 90-32s, like a couple of couple of years back, that's what they would be in UE terms. And now they're, they're flying up and they're actually, you know, like Saka's a first-team regular, uh, Smith's row sort of here and, and there. Love, you know, sometimes he plays, sometimes he doesn't. We all love that one reserve or youth that shoots up like 808, turns him mm. from an absolute nobody into a player yeah. that you can actually work with. That you know, that's the most exciting thing. You get one or two of them mm. and it gets exciting. You've got then yeah. you start to a bit more deals because you've got a bit more as, as I'd like to see, I'd like to see on trialists, Andy. Yeah. Like a trialist that you bring into your club. I'd like to see them go up, like be those ones that rise sharply at, at EOS. Yeah. Like providing you've given them game time. I think yeah. that could be quite cool. And a bit of love. Yeah, like you actually looked after them, you have trained them, you have played them. You've maybe you've done a little bit of mentoring. I don't know, something like that. I, I think that could be quite cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be totally opposed to that. I, I think that, that could be. Yeah, maybe that's the shout. Maybe that's um, uh, maybe a little bit more focus on reserves and youths for like, the main bulk of EOS rises. Could 
could give the excitement back of EOS and um, and make it a bit more relevant. Yeah, we need that buzz back at the end of season because everyone li- everyone loves end of season. Where some people sit and go, oh, it's too much, or they'll moan because they didn't get enough. Mm. Everyone loves end of season because it's the lottery of not knowing what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and yeah, I'd like that. It, you do love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd like it. I've liked how they've been lately with like first teams where it hasn't been over the top. I, I've actually quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, they, like, you they, mean, might, they might have got it wrong in the in the first one one or two seasons of of one two one, but I think yeah. it was much better season three and four. I I so. Granted, so the I train inside of it, train inside of it was too like way too slow development wise, but I, I feel like the rises were really good. See, I'd like you six season one was a thirty three mm. eighty six eighteen year old. Right now he's a forty mm. PV hundred and five, and I feel yeah. like that's too quick for eighteen to twenty three. That just too fast for him to go from eighty six to one hundred and five. So he's gone up like twenty overall, four seasons. You know, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's asked actually, guys. Um, like what what level should like the the higher first teamers be like what would you like to see in a game i mean do you think how one two two started with like a couple of 92 93 oa players and then the rest sort of 90 89 88 oa do you think that's that's a good starting point or do you think maybe it needs to be a little bit lower again i like the starting point we had in 122 i do Uh, not that it was any different to my 121 starting point that's the thing yeah you say that I actually started with a better team in 122 than I did at Graz. I don't think I had three. <laughs> wow. I, don't, I don't think I had three 90 players. Honestly, don't. I suppose they're Graz, Graz Division Four. Yeah, I could, I could imagine them not. You know, being but I'm in Division Four now. In great. You know. Yeah, like, uh, I yeah, know. but then like, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel it's been. I don't. I don't really notice it. It feels like everything's rising. You know, the amount of 90s, 90 pluses that I've got in my. I mean, 17. for your for your reference, Terry, I've just put my Alborg team into the group, right. and you look at that, and all right, I've just I've actually had a few rises this week, which is nice. But you look at it and you think, well, how do you improve that? I've got seventeen UE points that I could use, yeah. but don't really need to. All double S aid as well, potted and yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. I get Tens you. everywhere. It's like where you should be. Like my team, looking at this team. I'm I'm two seasons ahead of myself. I feel that's a season seven when you think about giving up, not season five, not in hard yes. format. You know, yeah, that is a season seven team for me. Yeah, completely. Well, you know, well let me um let me just quickly round up these last couple of groups oh, and yeah, then I think that leads us there. <laughs> no, no, Joey, this is great. This is great. And I think yeah, you you was mentioning there, Daryl, about UE points. I think that leads us nicely into obviously the ue points we you know both both games got today so we'll, oh, yes. we'll get jump into that in a sec uh but yeah just to finish off on uh group seven uh lang in the champions league in one two one uh lang's hibernians are top with uh valerenga second followed by mm-hmm. Rens and sporting sporting would have been crushing that group if i was there that um lucky, yeah. exactly lang I, that I, I, yeah you've got to give him a chance and you bless him oh, it's all um, breaking detail though isn't it when you see your team languishing I, <laughs> yeah, a little. Yeah, I got to admit, every time I get like a screenshot, I'm like, have you seen? Like, have you seen how I got on this week? Off. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, group A, Alborg top. Well done, Andy. Uh, Norwich second, Monaco third, Krakow fourth, and then the final group, Lille are top with Edinburgh, Barcelona, and Hammerby that, following that, them. That is dirty. Group nine is actually quite dirty. Yeah, like, you wouldn't look at their names, but Edinburgh, 
fuck, the team he's got there is sick. crushing. They oh. are crushing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, you know that's what? A tough group that's... Because Hammerby are no slouches. I know they're getting slapped, but they weren't no slouches yeah. last season. Oh, they haven't. They're on Manchester. Do you know what? But this, no this is. You know, this is what I love about UE. Right, because I mean, I know we have all the, and we're probably going to do it tonight. I mean, I'm sure you're going to come up with things like you're not happy with and stuff. Like that. But one thing I always love about UE is like when you see like Kante signing for Willstone Raiders, <laughs> like <it's> season one, <laughs> and then like season four, you see in Edinburgh one, two, two, push through to Champions League. Wegley and Mendonca were in Team of the Week playing for Charlton. I was like, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. <they> <laughs> I actually have signed one of my favourite. I've I've done a bit of a me signing this week. There's a Celtic player. You remember oh. what's his name? The uh, the the Cham. Remember the centre midfielder. I always loved him as a player. Oh like, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I signed him this week. Kinsella's back up. Like, not the greatest, but he's perfect. Because you know, I just I remember him as a kid. It's them signings that I enjoy one, two, three. Like having Roy Wegley, like Wright Phillips. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm making Carl Lieber like my super sub. Like it's just it's the dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was like that the other week. It's like uh, a couple of weeks back. <laughs> I remember seeing that team of the week and I've got Steve Staunton in there. I was like, that's fucking crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I love Diego Forlan and Steve Staunton in team of the week. Yeah. What about, what about ex Tottenham Rule Fox? Oh, you're you, yeah, that's the messages. This has got to be it. This <laughs> yeah. has got to be it, isn't it? You I've had house. three messages. Like, you seen Terry's Villarreal team? I was like, yeah, it's decent. No, no, he signed Rule Fox. He's he's done it again. You brought in X Tottenham. People, I think, literally watch out for your transfers and then see if they've ever played for Tottenham. But Rule Fox was a beast. Norwich yeah, but you know what? It, it's a it's a case of like if if you if you've got like a, a position player you don't need and someone else offers you something like that I know is a commodity that I can swap on, will makes you swap sense. In on? Yeah, of course I will. Talk to me. It's just yeah, um, and it's just that that's all I'll be doing in this game. I haven't took one two two overly serious. I've just been having fun. Like I've tried, I'm trying top, formations, tactics. Of course, your obligatory Tottenham player, just for Nathan. <laughs> um, so he can now change my name from LaCelso, Terry LaCelso yeah, on to Rule, uh, <laughs> to Rule Fox LaCelso on his phone. <laughs> Rule, Rule LaCelso. There you go. Yeah, Rule uh, There's one for, oh, there's one for old Nathan. Um, yeah, ten times faster. Yeah, no, I, I, I've done it. I mean, like Steve Staunton's gone. Um, yeah, like I, I don't care. It's just literally. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to like just do deals, just do training. Like I've been, I've been fully focusing on this kid called Artiega, and he was, I think he was like 88, 33 in the first team when I got him, um, when I got them on turn one. But he had composure and anticipation, and I was saying all the way through, like I, yeah, before we got the turns, I was like, I ain't gonna waste my part. I'm gonna listen to Ben when he was on here, and he said I'd hold on to part. That was his advice, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hold on to it. And I saw it, and I was like. He's got great untrainables. He's he's raw, but I mean he's really good. He's got high vision, high a ten star tackling as a centre midfielder, and he's got composure and, and anticipation essays. Mm. I've potted him, and he's now, I think he's a ninety six thirty seven centre midfielder worth nearly seventy million. It's crazy, isn't it? I've got Yankolovsky. He's a well, Marek Yankolovsky. He's a ninety four OA with debt, but he's a 37 left wing back. He's only 18 years old, but he's got nine speed mm. and 10 aggression. You know, he's worth 52. Nice, nice. 
Uh, and uh, just jumping back on this, Daryl, because I, yeah, you're not. I'm not the only one who got um, emails of hate, yeah, hate, hate mail for for being a, a prize arsehole. <laughs> so strangely, strangely, this week I got an email from a certain person, um, not mentioning no names. I'm sure you can guess. Uh, and he 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 said, and I quote. The hypocrisy of Daryl Saunders towards the so-called shithousery tactics has left a bitter taste in the mouth yeah. of purists. Mate, it it will, is now it believed he is. It is now believed he is. He was a wolf, wolf in sheep's clothing by blaming people in his league for plug and play tactics. Yet all along, it was him. Mate, it I feel the family of you. He has had the wall pulled over their lies. He is a double agent. End quote. <laughs> Mate, I proper fucked him. Like I plotted it for like three days. Sorry, and- Mister. <laughs> yeah, I'm proper. And you know what made it worse? So I thought, I know what I'll do, just for the mean. I'll just, I'll set up like proper shit house. And it's proper shit house. And then the fucking rudeness of it, he messaged me today, like wishing luck and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not going to have a good afternoon. No, I proper, I went, I went balls deep. Yeah, balls deep. All of it. Run at defense, support defense. On yeah, site. I've, oh, I've got it here. Zone, zonal def- defend yeah. deep. So he, he sent me this and he go. He, yep. So he sent me a screenshot of your it's tactic: zonal defense, support defense, attack on the break, run at defense, create space, shoot on site. And he's put. Yep. He messaged me straight after. Put he's fucking shit house me the plug yeah. and play prick. <laughs> yeah, yes I did. <laughs> yes I did. I fucking because it was him. <laughs> so oh. what? As soon. He, he didn't even do you know what? It didn't say Charlton or anything. It was just literally just a screenshot of the box of the tactics, and then he's put he shit house me the plug and play prick. I thought I straight away knew missiles just played Charlton. <laughs> oh, it's amazing! You to pull off that—that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, after yeah, all that, all those speeches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did it to him, and I did it hardcore. I went full out. It wasn't even like half, half measure. I fucking. I plotted it for like three days and then I wasn't expecting him to message. I thought, ah, he'll see the funny side. He'll send me. And then he's messaged like, oh, I'm missing back. He's missing his two best players as well. I was like, oh, shit. It's like, oh, what a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Play, oh, to dear. Play to win, mate. I'm still second. Uh, 10 effective. points is... third. So go fuck yourself. Farrell, shows how effective it is, though. Mate, yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I, 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 I don't necessarily agree with it. I think you could, yeah, I mean, there's the argument of, and I think Ben's made it before, of like, there, there are teams who have played defensively and have done well, like Mourinho, and it was like, it's like, yeah, but it's, it's yes, like one Yes, that's me. Season. I am Jose Mourinho. But like, fair, like even I've Mourinho, though, he's... seven goals all season in 17 matches. Yeah. And because granted, my mind has I... been... So Dave was on this podcast ages ago, and mm. he said he didn't think I knew what a defensive tactic was. Because obviously uh-huh. with how I played at Graz. So I've got into this game with the idea of not being as shithousy as I was to the missile. That was for the memes. But with an idea on, okay, let me try and play a little bit more like that. Actually really enjoyed it. And because of all my whining of Division 2, I thought, well, why don't I try and be a bit more of a defensive team, see if I could do that. And I've actually really enjoyed it. You know, I've, as I say, I've so seen it seven goals in 17. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, Ooh. will this game take my attention as much as 1-2-1? Don't think so, but am I enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love one twenty two. It's good fun. Yeah, it's just yeah. I, fun. I, I do. I don't I see do. me being in it as long as one two one. I don't think, but I'm having fun with it. Like at the minute, I I no qualms, and I'm even starting to enjoy the Rostov side too. 
I, I'll sum it up, right? So I, I was with um, my mate Gally, right? He is Espanol in uh, one, two, two. Uh, we work together as well. So I was talking to him today and I just said, you know what? I'm enjoying the game because I'm not taking it seriously. I'm, built, I'm getting rid of all the oldies, putting youngsters in and worry about next season. And, I said, and then he looked at me, he goes, you know what? That's a good idea. He goes, well, I'm doing the opposite. I was like, well, good, good luck, end of season kind of thing. And then um, we, we got talking and I just sort of said to him, I said, look, to be honest, I'm probably only going to see this game out until the next half format comes out. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I'm waiting for it. I'm, I, I'm only done this to try it because of the lower stats. I only usually play hard format games. Yeah, so, same. Well, I, I, I pick and choose. I, I, not necessarily hard format games. If there's something different, I'll try it. Like I think I did like the last Legends game, and then I did one two one, and then I did one two two because they were different. There was something different. So like, if Ben's next game comes out and it's Again, I don't know whatever he's whatever he's deciding to do now, but say it's like something got a slight twist on it, something a bit different. Yeah, I'll probably join. I'll probably Some join. Some look at it. Yeah, because it's just nice to be able to sort of like look at it, and you could then sort of yeah give a bit of feedback, and hopefully yeah it might it might help come up with an absolutely outstanding game sometime. But, um, little, I'm just uh, going to join games where I can shit house missile some more. <laughs> Oh, you are so I love you. Yeah, it. I was proper. But as I say, like I thought, oh god, it'll be a laugh. I'm playing defensive anyway. And then he messaged me and I felt I was like, oh shit, he's never messaged me. He's like, gonna be tough as fuck for me today, mate. I was like, no, yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why I try I was gonna say, because I put oh shit. I was like, oh, and I've got Mendonka back. So I was like, I won't tell him, it'll just make it better. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and and uh, go, going back to what we were talking about with mail, Daryl, uh, obviously we had um, a bit of a, a conversation with Ben this week yeah. um, in regards to obviously the last couple of podcasts. Um, I, I, I don't know if maybe you felt like we were going in or something like that, or but from from the email, it just seems like I think it just felt like I, I don't think there's any negativity in it. It just it just genuinely seemed like he wanted to give the opportunity to give his his thoughts on what we were discussing and you know I, I, I sort of said to him do you mind if we bring it up and yeah we could talk about it again or something like that um yeah just touch on it briefly and uh but yeah so yeah a couple of his comments on some of the, some of the things that we, we've discussed of recent weeks uh the first one was uh there have been and this is from him he's put there have been two weeks where the friendlies for some teams were wrong this issue has been fixed any issues with friendlies that i was i was made aware of were corrected on the turn so the friendlies that were put down whenever played uh i.e with uh luke who was trying to do the forum cup uh when he emailed them in they were corrected and uh all sorted out for that week uh but apparently that bug has now been fixed pretty good yeah 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 did you, did, is that something you guys you guys noticed? Uh, I I don't do a lot of friendlies. I just I remember just people. I obviously got we get emailed and PMs about it. Yeah, because we do the podcast. But um, I yeah I I've heard I've heard apparently I've quite a few people. I've only ones to be fair. I I do a random friendly. Just yeah. For state of mind players. You know. Same same. Um, I I do it towards the end of the season when I'm out of all the cups. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, if I start to notice that. Some backup players are get moving to content. I'll do a friendly or two, you know, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, as far yeah. as 
I didn't notice it other than in the WhatsApp group. But Ben said he's dealt with it. I, I don't think we need to really worry too much more than that. Yeah. Well done for spotting it and fixing it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think he he's also said. Um, this is like a long email, so I'm just gonna have to pick bits out. So apologies, Ben, if I if I uh, get anything wrong here. But I, I think like he, he was he's saying like he's addressed the ID, uh, you know, people bidding on players via you know via IDs. He, he he addressed that at the start of the game when people were trying to do that using the codes from previous Legends game, and then he rejigged it and 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 you know so basically he got reversed so they couldn't sign him. The only thing I would still say to that was a lot of guys went back to those clubs because I think they scouted them the same week as they put the bids in. So they won the bids, it got reversed, but they were already scouted them. And then they got them the following week. I know, uh, well, actually, I'm not going to drop names, but there's a couple of managers that I know of that um, def- definitely went back and got the players that they went for. I think if he changed the codes and then dropped them at different clubs, might have been a better better solution to that possibly maybe you just you have to have you know he has to have a little bit of faith that we're not all going to try and shit out it i'm going to be more on the people myself like mm. do it do you really need to win that bad you know yeah i mean i, I agree, I agree. Yeah, if they can get an advantage they're going to try and take it but each to their own i believe yeah i think on that one like he's you know he took him off him he done that if they still want to go and have to win that bad then then i yeah <laughs> oh, no. I, I think that was the only thing I, I sort of wanted to mention last week about it because I, I genuinely felt a bit bad for like in, in regards to the other bit which was um, some guys had, had not scouted teams but maybe got given a, a scouting suggestion from someone they've bidded for him and because they hadn't scouted him it got rejected and the player got put in a different team in the rest of the world Um. I just felt that was unfair for whoever had the second highest bid. Doesn't matter mm. who it was. I, I just think whoever got second, because you're, you're you're then punishing people, not not literally punishing, but yeah, it is it's unfair for people who are playing the game properly, but and the people who are not playing the game properly are. His reply yeah, to on. that does make sense. So they still know the code, they know the value, they know mm-hmm. everything to bid that week, and as yep. I said, they weren't the highest bid. Why would you? It's like rewarding second, isn't it? It's like what you try, what my teacher tries to tell my kid is acceptable. It's not. Like I don't know. So I understand his argument, but his his reason back. They weren't the highest bid. They do still have all the information. They know the value. Go for it again. Yeah. No. No. What What I mean is though, what I meant at the time was like, so yeah, they weren't the highest bid. So yeah, but basically, like these these players were the bids were getting rejected and they were being put in a different club and all that because someone else had had not scouted them and put a bid in for them regardless of who won that or who didn't win that if you if you if you just put them in another club and, and nothing happens to the guy who 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 bidded without having any knowledge of where where they should be scouted you know where where they were hasn't scouted them it's still unfair on the guy who's played the game properly because he you know if i so say say like i i've put i've got the winning bid uh, but because you have bidded a player you haven't scouted, you know, we've gone for the same player, but, and that's just automatically been, you know, the computer's just kicked that out because basically one person's done it, then I still miss out. But then if I come second and you beat me to it and you you haven't scouted them, I still miss out again there. So either way, you miss out. 
I, I just feel that's a bit harsh on the guys playing the game properly. But that's just me. I, I don't know. Maybe if I got well, that wrong. Sorry? It's a waste of a scout. You think you're paying your money to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think, you know, don't don't let them scout the next week. Mm. Just just don't send them any scouts. Like, if someone's playing the game no. like that, just don't send them any scouts. Just block it. So, well, Let's no, be honest. you play the game properly, yeah. and then you, know, then you can have them. Yeah, scouting is difficult anyway. You know, there's not loads yeah. about. But it's, it's just shit housing, isn't it? It's just like peak shit housing playing the game like that. It's like, yeah, you know what? You, most of us know what the rules are and what you should and shouldn't do. And it's just, it's trying to see, it's just trying to test like, like a toddler would do. You know, you're trying to test your boundaries, you know, what you can get away, what shit you can get away with. It's like, you know, don't, don't do that. Don't need to just play the game properly. Um, and I think the last point you mentioned, Daryl, was uh, the teams that got uh, lots of scout recommendations. I think, I don't know if you remember that. It was, you know, when you get like the rumours, on page two, I think it is, like a couple of managers got a massive list um, yeah. full, of, full of these scout suggestions. Um, he, he said they uh, they were emailed after a couple of hours and told recommendations were invalid. The players were renamed and moved to a different, to a different team. That's good. That's yeah. pucker. Yeah. Yeah, my, love my brother. Yeah, love that. Sorry, say again. My brother had a ridiculous list. He got an email from Ben saying, obviously, that the players won't be in them teams. Don't scout them. You, you know, if you scout them, it's at your own risk because then players won't be there. Yeah, that's that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad to. Yeah, good on Ben. I like that. I think I think that's a that's a good shout. And to be fair, if you actually looked at this, because my brother showed me them, the teams in there and whatnot, they didn't make sense anyway. Because it would say so and so from from English team Maccabee Haifa. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So what? What if you actually looked at them? None of them made any sense anyway. I think purely on a psychological sort of thing. Anyway, I think you're still going to scout there, aren't you? Of course you are. Of course. <laughs> I know. If I got sent that big list and he was like, "Oh, don't, don't, whatever you do, don't, don't go there and scout because that 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 particular player won't be there." I was like, well, "Yeah, but there might be another one there." <laughs> I'm still going to go and look there. Fuck it now. Was that? Was that all, all your no, I, I, anything you so wanted? I read a couple of messages regards to some stuff in one two two regarding uh, people that can uh, figure out close to max and if the way that one two two legends are set up, I know. But it's news, and I've had more than one person. So normally, when I have more than one, I think obviously oh. serious. And if they've messaged me, then they must really want to talk about because everyone knows. I, my answer to everyone is speak to Terry. <laughs> yeah if it's more than one i'm like all right fuck yeah it, jesus um, I, I, the joke, yeah. this is the first week i haven't had a pm from anyone regarding anything negative in ui i loved it wow. <laughs> oh, no, i got it instead um okay. but yeah they're just saying with the way that one two two set up and the people big stars being drip fed it's making mm-hmm. it easier for the ones that know how to do max because they get time to sell time to make money and blah 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 so is there a solution on that is it wrong is there a way to stop it and it's a tough one. Like, I mean, we all know that there's two ways of being able to get close to a max. You either have an idea, you, you spend the time to work out the, when I say formula, there's no set formula. Because you could have two players with the same OA, same PV, exactly the same stats, and the max value is going to vary. So it's only going to take you to within, you know, a certain point. And then the other option is you go finding a player that's the same OA, PV, age, Get the value that way. Where it's where it's a bit more 
difficult is when it's when your DC comes into play. Because then it's very mm-hmm. difficult to gauge in how far over you can or can't go. You know, it's a bit of trial and error. But, yeah, when it's the same people picking them up, you do have to ask questions. But is it questions then, because we haven't figured it out and they have? Hmm. Like, does that make it exactly. wrong, you know? This is yeah, where is it, is it like me. jealousy? Like, yeah, is it jealousy that it comes from or frustration that you haven't got it? Oh, there's I, nothing I, I more frustrating player that, and not getting them. But at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, if these I guys are pretty close to getting time, PG to yeah, I mean, if they're if these guys are putting in the time, then you know they they're going to get these players. I don't think I wouldn't say they're doing anything wrong. You know, as much as it'd be nice to see them spread out a bit more, they're not doing anything wrong. They're just taking the time to put the effort in and get the players. Right. Okay. I feel like we've we've touched on this a few times now, Daryl, personally. Um, I think it's only I, really I think... being noticeable because of how one they're being drip-fed in 1-2-2. Yes. And I yeah. honestly do. That it's I... only really come about because of how it comes through. And the way that you've always sort of got around it before is that you don't have the money to bid for every single one. I think with the way that it is being drip-fed, you're getting chance okay, that to makes get sense. the money. You know, I think yeah, for me, you, can, you can generate revenue. In yeah, between. they've got enough time. Yeah, in between okay. Because like you've seen the ones on the transfer list this week, you know, they're not they're not going to go for 50 mil. I mean, it's Danny Ings. You know, um, <laughs> I haven't looked yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's not ones that are going to go for huge money. So maybe if they weren't, I mean, oh, my God, is that David Weir? Uh, Andy's going to be. Milking it over him. You're, I guess you're oh, that's here, the right? Scottish boys. Yeah, like, yeah, Lang, yeah. Lang's going to be fucking ripping his cock off, surely. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe that does give them a small advantage. But I've never had an issue with people that have taken the time to work out how to get close. No, I. So like, I, I think uh, I, I'd imagine his name probably came up. Uh, so I, I had like a public chat with Martin and the person in question uh, that I mentioned is, is Mark Rome. Um, and I'm sure he's probably been brought probably, up, Daryl. Probably one of the best. Probably, yeah. Um, so like I mean, he can nail really it on. So um, like, yeah, there's a few. There's them too. There's when we were um, managing Feyenoord, we raised yeah. QPR. I think. Like, I think. Oh, mate. In, I, I. So I did it Andy's other way. I used to know like the. So basically, the age, OA, and PV. And I had a massive spreadsheet at the time. My old laptop, I haven't got it now, so I can't do it. But it used to just, so basically I could just filter it and I could find out the max value. And I could, and I pretty much, I think it was one, one, two or something. I pretty much nailed anyone I wanted. I pretty much got them. Yeah. Unless someone else knew it. And, you know, then it's just that luck of the draw because you both bid the same. Um, yeah. I, I sort of said it publicly. Me, me and Roan and, and privately, me and Roan had a chat about it. I had a chat with like Martin Banks about it and a few others. Um, like I, I don't think you can go check. I don't think Ben can go check because it's unfair. Yeah, we're all on the same remit, and if if he just starts making ad hoc changes in the game now, it's unfair because yeah, Rones joined the game on the premise of like I don't think he you know is he going to join? He normally he's normally like a HFG guy, and is he going to join a normal game? Granted, it's set as supposed to be uh, as balanced as possible. Uh, is he going to join it if the remit was different? 
like as in that he can do what he does, which is buy the players he wants to get. I mean, he's not buying everyone every single week. He's selectively picking who he wants, and granted, he's getting them most of the time. But it's not like it's not like he's getting everyone. No, um, I think a little bit of his, his frustration, like it's frustration. Me, it's so frustration with Rostov. Obviously, the challenge of doing with Dave Hammond. I'm not even putting a fan. Um, his only players on no, the transfer list, and I've really yeah. tried off transfer list players because that was the remit of day, and I'm just losing every time, and it's really frustrating because I haven't got the time to sit there and put a price to every single fucking essay and our oh, team adds two million. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of work, and I'm just I don't think I'm that interested, but I'm missing out on some players I really want, you know, and it's then making me not want to go for these players because I'm like, well, what's the point? There's people out there that can that can yeah. do it, you know? And I think it's that stuff that we yeah. need to try and avoid is people now not being bothered, you know? Like, I saw, I think it's Cyril Regis right. was on the, on the transfer list. I love Cyril Regis. One of my favourite players. Though. <laughs> but I'm, I'm probably not going to bother because of the amount of times I've lost. I wasn't far off, GG. I don't know. I went for Beglin as well. I don't know what he went for. Um, but yeah, I didn't get either. I was just... Yeah, but it's still, like, cash. cash is still fairly limited i mean like you know i, I don't think rome's got like up. i've got fuckloads with the amount that i'm missing out yeah but <laughs> but like yeah but i'm sure there's people like like mark roan and other guys who and will i think is another one who's been doing really well in the market i'm sure they haven't got like 300 million that they can go and get every player that comes out for the next six weeks they're just playing the game they they, mm-hmm. they bid it on someone they got someone they don't generate revenue and then they go and pick someone else they want I I don't I don't think there's much of an I I get it I get it it's frustration because you know, you you want to get involved in this yeah. uh, is there something Ben can do I think for future games yeah I think if he wants to make a, a proper balanced game I don't think this is it I think if this is this is as close as the game's ever been to being like any game's ever been to being a better balanced and even playing field but I, I think, think there's yeah, still little things that, though, I think there's little things I think yeah, you because know, the game maybe some little mm. bits that actually are a bigger mm. problem than you think. Yeah. You know yeah. What I so mean? Like, like my, my simple solution would have been take the max values off for any scouted player, any player that's scoutable around the rest of the world, take the max. You know, so mm. any, you know, some dickhead wants to bid 120 million on, on Danny Ings when his value is only 5 million. That's their fault. If they blow all their cash, that's their fault. There's exactly. no go back because on it. That, that also for me, I think I've spoke about it with Fanny last week is mm. that adds a bit of realism. So at the time, Van Dyke, yeah. when Liverpool spent seventy-five million pound on Van Dyke, even Arsenal, you understand, when thirty-five million on Ramsdale, everyone laughed. Wow, you've overpaid. Yeah. You've done this. Even with Van Dyke, Van Dyke, they committed to that money because they knew he would make a difference. And to be fair, Ramsdale, I think, has done very, very well at Arsenal. Like one of your best yeah. keepers for yeah. ages. So it's sometimes that people they will overspend to make sure they get that yeah. exact player. You know. Like yes. I would overspend hundred percent on Sil Regis. I know I would. Oh like, yeah. If I could, I, because I, I really yeah, want him. Yeah. You know, because he was a good player of mine. There are well, a couple out there that I would overspend. Like if Burkett was on the transfer list, there would be no 100%. money unstoppable that you would you wouldn't care no. what his value is. I, I if I had three hundred mil, it's all going on him. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe having that, you, then you can start, especially in a legends game. Just there are going to be like yeah. no one's going to probably like rate Sil Regis as high as I did. But I'm yeah. not going to bother because people can work out the max and he's a half decent, you know, centre forward, centre mid, the, the target man. You know what I mean? So just a, yeah, just to spin on it, right? There's a reason that the max values are in there. 
Um, and part of that reason, I think, is asset stripping. Yeah, you know, I, 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 what well, my suggestion would be, Andy, to, and to hear to hear your point from that. Like I, I mentioned this before on the last podcast, which was like removing the caps and the maxes. But once mm. you sign that player, they come into your team and they're at their actual max. Do you know what I mean? So like, once that once would only work. Burkamp, it, he would be he'd be fifty, sixty million. But you spent mm. three hundred million. That's it. You've took that out of your your yeah. you took that out of your club's kitty. But he'll go back down to like you know normally like, if you sign a player for hundred million, they'll sit at hundred million, their max value. Yeah, but I, I think I, mean? I think so the way to do it is giving Burkamp for three hundred yes. million. He'd give him Burkamp for you know, sixty. But he wanted him badly yeah. enough. They spunk three hundred million. paid it the rest of his season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't give, yeah, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but what I am saying is that's only really going to work for unattached players. Um, yeah, because that, that's the, way it's it the only be. ones really are on the people yeah. are talking about a one two three. Yeah, but then obviously yeah, yeah. you you still got to start the game, the scouting people scout the same teams and people sign the big players. You know, you. Well, I haven't found any in scouting. So, as I say, the biggest guy <laughs> I got out of scouting is fucking Gary Medal from Cardiff. So, the only, what, the only, is it an go on, go on. easy thing for Ben to manage, and is it an easy thing for the computer to manage? And the thing is, is it? Yeah, you know, we're saying this as that sounds a great idea, but is it fair? For Mark Crone to be punished, he's not really done anything. Because would that then no. be a bit of a punishment to him? Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's not done yeah. anything wrong. He's just taken the time to learn the game. Like that's and not. It, and it's not. That's not. And it's not just Rome. We could all. It, and it's not. Huh? Yeah, and it's not just Rome because, like, yeah, you know, he's doing it. I think, uh, like we yeah, said, we Will's been a, getting some great. Ways. Will's been getting some great players. Aaron. Aaron. Um, Aaron Genoa. Look Jarrett, at what he did in one to one. Mate, he's signed everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. another level. Aaron made crazy. the best ever. You know? Yeah. yeah. But then so, you've also got the uh you know, you, you you sign all these players, people can get to the maxes. It, it it's gonna work, it would work. Is, but it would have to be managed. It's not something that Ben could manage. And is, is there a way that he can get the system to set that up to manage it? Because I'm not sure, you know, it's essentially going to be something that's manageable. Um, as I said, I think a lot of the max value things is in place to prevent the likes of asset stripping and things like that. So, yeah, and yeah, you've got to so think on you know, someone like someone like Rome, right? As I said, I don't disagree with what Rome's doing. I think what he's doing is he's doing a really doing really well with signing very good players. You know, there are people that aren't going to like it. It's a jealousy thing. It's a, it's more a you know, they wanted, they didn't get that player. Oh, yeah, I don't oh. think it's necessarily jealousy. It's, I think you're right there. I think it's thinking about, I think it's just more frustration because I think people want to, they just want to be involved in the game. And like, if you're not getting like, so like since this term one, right, every week I do, I, you know, I, I look for like scouts, like have the scouts suggested anything. I do the player searching, like positional searching. I, I, like, I want a left wing back or a right wing back. So, I do all that. I scout teams. I've tried to do teams that I don't think other people might go for. Just trying to see if I can find, and I find a fuck all ever. Trialist of shit. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got no chance in the rest of the world thing, so I don't bother. Um, but the yeah, one thing, I find nothing. so I, I can get people being frustrated, like you're you're not getting involved in it. I mean, me personally, it's not my game. I, I like to develop teams. I'm really happy with my side at the moment, so I've got oh, no problem. Yeah, same. I'm um, really happy. I'm, 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 my Charlton race. team, 
I would say my first team, I can probably start looking for some reserve memes legends, you know, and then once someone crops up or I see a swap, like, but I can definitely work with what I've got at Charlton. Like, if I, if I didn't sign another player, I'd be quite happy going through this season training this lot up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think one thing you've also got to look at, right? So, Rome's just laid out, say, £50 million on a player. Right? He's done it a couple times. So, he's also making money. Yeah, well, that was the only thing that people uh, that messaged me. That was not about people being able to work at Maxis. It's the fact that the £50 million ones are being drip-fed, that it gives everyone a, too much of a chance to make the money again. You know? It... It does, but then at the same time, it's very, at times it can be difficult to make money, especially when you're working with limited squads, you know, players behind your teams. We all do it. We all try and sign these cheap players on a free or less than a meal just to make a bit of money. But you've got to wait for them yeah. bids to come yeah. in or you've got to sell them players. So you've got to pick the right players. So what he's doing, to be able to do that over, a, you know, a couple of, sign a few players on of that quality and that calibre, he's signing mm-hmm. smart elsewhere to be able to do that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, for me, he's doing it all smart. And yeah, that's for me. Um, as I say, we're on the pod to bring up people's points in it. So it was it was more that. I just, for me, yes, I uh, maybe understand the frustration. As I say, seeing Cyril Regis on there this week, I'm like, oh, wish I had some clue how to even get close. And I'm probably not going to mm-hmm. be. But, and it's that, like, this is a Legends game that we should all feel that we've got a good chance to get any player, you know? And I'm thinking that a lot of people have now reached that frustration stage where they're not bothering. No, but it's the DC. We can all get close, right? But when DC comes into play, that's when it gets messed up. I ain't got a fucking... No, <laughs> I don't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I don't get involved. It's crazy. I think, yeah, we you do know, a podcast just... that me and Terry would not be able to tell you what people are even looking for. <laughs> and I think I think that as yeah, I think that's like part of it though, like why people get frustrated is is like every everyone has had their their style of play, say, nerfed. So like uh guys who like to build a teams with full of karma players. Well there's no karma players in this game, that's gone. Uh guys who like to build teams based on like all pot players and plot players with essays they've added and all, the you know, there's the massively limited the UE points, so that's out the window. Um, guys like, like I, I, I don't know, like um, who who like to de- develop squads and all that. I mean, that's probably what should be there, and it's kind of there, and that's the way it should be. When you've got basically a group of guys who can sort of pick and choose who they want and, and win every time, it kind of yeah, I can get the frustration because it's, more, it's it's basically like it's not a level playing field because they're legends. I think that's more of a frustration. You probably wouldn't notice it as much in any other game. But because it's legends uh, yeah, and they're 100%. big names that you're missing out on. I, well, not know? so much legends. I, I would, I'd, I'd, I'd chuck this in, Daryl. I think because they're they're on the the rest of the world list, because they're, they're accessible and there's no effort to go and find these players. It's it's a free, yeah, you know, it's free. Do you yeah, know what I mean? There's been, there's no like, yeah, I can there's, see there's no, no, no hard work because... on into to yeah. find them. You know. So it's more like, yeah. and they're pulling in their their knowledge of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay, just I like you've just, you've, li- you've literally looked at the turn, so saw a person there, and be like, well, I know how to get it. I know exactly. how to get like that guy, and week, you can choose him. Yeah, you know, Mark Rome would have a huge advantage over getting him over me, and he's probably not really interested. You know, get him to swap, whereas I really want him. You know what I mean? So yeah, okay, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I can get that frustration. But again, but you've got to think. Wait, is, there's, like, there's is it an issue? Like, you know. 
Yeah, you need to pop over a Rome's house and then I'm, get on your knees, mate. Or get, go, 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 yeah, go, 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 find Aaron and get on your knees and just say, yeah. tell us how to do it. I was not saying Aaron, you was always my favourite guest. I really want him. I really want to Regis. <laughs> you, Whoever you, gets got... him, talk to me. We'll talk a swap deal. I'll find you something. Yeah. <laughs> There's five players on the list this week that, you you know, you look at and you go, they're, they're going to improve people's teams. Yeah. But then yes. over the last 10 weeks, there's been two, most weeks, two, three at a push. Yep. You know, there's 200 managers in the game and three yep. players on the list. You know, people are going to get frustrated. It's natural if, if one person, as it was, picked up two or three week after week. You know, yeah, fair play to them. Get them players. Mm-hmm. But then... People get frustrated, and that's pure, purely because it's the same so, two, four people getting them players. Yeah, so it's is, is, is having five of them better than Andy because. So let's just let's just say these just again hypothetically. Let's say so there's five on there. Let's say Rome decided to go for uh, look at it again. Cyril Regis. He say he's gone for that. No. Like I don't think any I don't think anyone's going to have the funds to go max on. Yeah, or go really high on two two of the players off the list. I'd be surprised no. if they can go like that. So it opens it up. I think it, it might be a decent idea, you know, putting a few more on there to yeah, I open think it up to a few other managers. Maybe do it a bit more regular. So like if someone like whoever's mm. gone for it has spent 50 million, say Aaron spent 50 million this week. If there's another one straight away the next week, he ain't going to be able to go for it. Maybe do it every other no. week instead of the bigger gaps. Maybe, you know? But then you yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to flood this game with too many. So it's it's difficult. It's a catch-22, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Five isn't then, enough. But then if you're doing 10 every week, yeah, you know, really yeah. spread them out a lot better because people aren't going to have the money to buy, you know, two, three, four players. They're only going to have enough to get one every other week. You know, so it I will think, help out more. But I think an interesting thing, though, that they don't mention, though, Daryl, again, I co- totally get people are frustrated with the guys that can bid max and all that. But the one thing I, I think that's missing is like these guys, they're getting these players in right for like 50, 60 million. And most of them are probably paying over using the DC. Right. So yep. they're not going to be selling them for cash. They're not going to be regenerating the cash by selling those players. Do you know what I mean? So the only thing they can do is swapping them. Now, let's say. Like this guy he's picked up this week or the week before, whatever, was 60 million. Yeah. Well, if he wants to swap swap and bring players in for him, I mean, that's, you know, that's going to take up a lot of people's, like, uh, their player base. You know, you're talking two, three players in a yeah. deal. That's going to be a really hard deal to get across the line. There's going to be some guys who are nuts who, who just love dealing who will do it. But it's going to be difficult to get that right deal across. So it, it will all balance out, I think. I think so. I think at the minute it's just frustration. It is, because everyone wants to be a I'd love to find a scout. I'd love to find Ian Wright or Paul Merson or David Rowcastle. I'd love to find those sort of players. And and I'm not. I'm not finding anyone. I put Jan Kolovsky up for squat just to see what I could get, because I know I could really improve my team. Because he's worth 50 of me. I could get two, maybe three decent players for him. Yeah. problem is... The, the first three people that messaged me looked at it and said, I'd love to sign him, but I'd have to ruin my team to do it. And this is the problem that if, you know, if, if Rome signed into swap or if positive start signing swap and they've got 50 million pound players. Yeah. It'd been easy to swap at this point in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's Swallow. the same as me. I've got, I've got this center midfielder. He's a beast. He's an yeah. absolute fucking beast. Not 96, 37, dual essay and pot. Uh, it, it'd be near impossible for me to swap. 
You wouldn't be able because to. I, I, no, because I'd still, I would still value him higher than, yeah, I'd be wanting a deal massively in my favour. So you're talking like a 70-odd million pound deal, 80 million pound deal. And that's that's stripping teams of yeah, quality, not, proper quality players, because you're not going to take shit for that player. No, you're not going to get that, not at this point in the game. No. You know, so no. just people were getting frustrated with people signing players for 50 million pounds. What they need to understand is that them 50 million pound players, they're not going to be sold on. It's unlikely. They're not going to be swapped on because most teams can't afford to swap for them players. So it does swallow up large chunks of their cash. So And then it's a slow drip feed to build that cash back up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think moving on, Dara, I think you, you wanted to mention something about, uh, was it the UE points or something? Yeah, like we shouldn't have got nine in one through two. I'm just going <laughs> to out there. I'm going to spend them. Okay. I'm going to enjoy Go on, them. Then. I don't think we should have got nine this early into a game that was based on lower stats. Nine in one, two, one, totally get. And you know what I'm doing with mine. I'm going to have some fun. I'm season five. I'm just going to go beast mode. One, two, two. I think it's way too early to get given another nine, having already had 30, you know, for me. I don't think 39 points at this point in the game makes that much difference, if I'm honest. Hmm. What about you? Go on, Tal. You're the deciding vote. Should I fit, sit on the fence as normal? Nah. <laughs> nah, okay. Um, I, I do see your point. Uh, I'm going to use them, obviously, because I've got them. Yeah. Is it, is it too early? Maybe. Maybe. But I, I do it. Yeah, I suppose I am fencing because, yeah, I, I have to agree with you as well, Andy. I don't think nine points is massive. I don't think it's going to make a shit bit of difference, really. Um, it, I mean, it helps me because I use my points, you know. So I won't, I won't lie there. It does benefit me in that sense. I've used my points already. I've got uh, a couple of really good pop players in the team, a couple of essays that I put on. Um, yeah, that now allows. I think I've now got. I think I had one point, so now I've got ten. I could probably invest another two, three points, and and you know, maybe pot someone and essay someone or pot two players and whatever. Yeah. I, I gives me a bit more freedom to it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as being a massive, massive issue. It depends what you do with it. I mean, if someone puts leadership on someone that's going to nuke most of your points. Um, it's, it's like a one really good essay. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't, I don't see it being, if it was like Christmas where it's like 15, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I'd had a problem. But equally, like you said, Daryl, I wouldn't have been a I wouldn't have been opposed to like three, four, five points. Yeah, yeah nine, nine's okay. Nine's okay. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna kick off over that. I, I think like six, six would, six or seven would have been perfect because then that gets you a certain essays and stuff like that. I think that might have been enough. But yeah, I mean, yeah, then, then you're sort of ogling over sort of two UE points, didn't you? Really? So yeah, yeah, not too fast, not too fast. No, I'm yeah, not. Sorry, say again. I don't mind. I just don't. There's not enough. Whereas one two one was fully saturated with so many points very early on, mm. you know, and obviously people could buy points in that, and it it got crazy. This has been completely the opposite. You know, you started with thirty points. Thirty points don't go very far. Yeah, you know? and, I, and I think it's kind of good because it, it's like, like you know we're we're on the break now, aren't we? Um, Ben's going on holiday. Yeah, hope he has a good one. Um, I, I think it gives us something yeah, to think about during during the break. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like now I've got ten points. I'm not, no, I'm I've already done it. I was on my commute home, and I'm like, 
okay, I can probably buy like another two or three points and I can put some prime essays on a couple of players or can I pot a couple of players? What what am I going to do? And I'm actually starting to, you know, do I do I sort out my defence? Do I sort out my midfield? Do I sort out the attack with a couple of essays? What what do I do? And I'm actually Ooh. really sort of considering it. And it's actually, that's good. I think anything that sort of engages you into the game is good. Yeah, I, I, I think want to engage with the game. I've spent my points five times in my head today already on different things, and I, yeah, I yeah. and it still keeps changing. So it's going to be one of those when 100%. it comes to last minute thing. Right, I'm doing yeah. it. I'm doing it. Yeah, like so. Literally, the first time I got like the ten points, and I thought, "Oh, Alan Smith, great, great target man for me, scoring like a fucking shit ton." But he's only actually only got eight aggression. I could easily just that. That's it. He's like a thirty-seven PV. Beast of a set target. That's for me at turn 17. Too early that you. For me. As you say, 30 doesn't go far. Mm. I'm, I totally hear what you're saying, Andy. But now we've had 39. And, you know, and people are starting to be able to sell. The rest of the world bids are all right. You know, I've got 50 odd mil at Rostov. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I can then buy another four that becomes 43 that I've had. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. That's the numbers for me at turn 17. I, I, we're all balanced, everyone at the same thing, but I've got already had 43 points. Yeah. It's not difficult to build right. to cash up again either. You know, I yeah, spent 27 um, and I was worried because I thought, oh, I've only got seven mil left. And then I sold a player last turn, which I paid a pound for. And then I sold another player this turn that cost me 500k. So I straight away brought back in 20 million of two players that have cost yeah. me half a mil. Sorry, I, uh, I, well, spent, I, th- I spent 22, brought back 20. And there's eight, uh, 12, 14. I've had 16 million pounds worth of bids of all reserve players. Yeah, yeah. I've had, uh, so I've probably had about 10 million worth of reserve player bids this week, which is a first. I mean, they've both mostly been about sort of three, four million cumulatively um, over the last couple of weeks. And I haven't found anyone in scouting this week. I like Last week, I found this guy um, and I think he was worth about, let me check. I think he was 60K. Uh, yeah, 60K. And I signed him, and he's he's really good. He's a dual SA target man with good untrainables, 90 OA, 34, 91 OA, 34. Uh, and I was saying to you, Darryl, he's got he's a target man with gamesmanship and flair. Mm, I love gamesmanship. 90, 91 and 30. Yeah, I mean, we might have to have a chat if you want him. But um, 91, 34 PV, and I got him for 60K, and he's worth 12.8. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's where... Getting other yeah. players don't want to yeah. sell yeah, because I've got Alan Smith, and I mean, and Alan Smith scored 14 goals already for me this season. He's only he's like second top goal scorer behind Forlan. I mean, so I've got a youth. I, I don't, you know, don't need 20. that. I can, I can do something. Youth player worth 24 million. I keep getting bids mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, then I look at him. He's 92 away, nine speed, ten aggression, only six vision, but that's fine. Um, with debt, he's only 18 years old. He's a 35 right wing back, and he'll obviously he's probably going to be a better. Um, right back, but yep. I look at him, I think it's 24 million, why would I ever consider selling someone like that? And all, that's all the bids I keep getting. Yeah, he's sitting in my mm. youth and I, if he's in my youth, I, do I need him? Yes, yeah, good point. Yeah, but I know I get a good swap for him because obviously full, fullbacks are difficult to find getting one of them an aggression or 10 speed. 
that's a fair point as well, mate. Yeah, yeah. Can't argue with any of that. You can. But what's the point? <laughs> We've been talking an hour. <laughs> yeah. He'll well, yeah. He'll anyway yes. in a few weeks. Who gives a fuck what Andy thinks? Yeah, and stitch <laughs> you up completely. Yeah, he'll he stitch someone up. If you're in his league, don't don't be counting on him. Just get your business done early because Andy will fuck you. Well, that would be my... That would be my only for results, then you ain't doing your job properly. Mate, I won like that's nine it. in that's a row. I was All say. I needed was one favour. <laughs> one favour. You couldn't even do that. But, but then, Mike, you could have to get to the top if you couldn't do it off your own. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you were oh, in that division. It. There's a reason he wasn't sending your turn. <laughs> it was mine, numbing. It yes. was mine, numbing. Yeah, I know, I In fact, I was only Alberg, and that's only because I had the final of the IFA Cup to play. Fair play, fair play. Well, on that, I think we'll wrap up for this week's uh, podcast. Um, Are we we yeah. taking a break with oh, the men, aren't we? Yes, because so, I'm going to Cornwall next. Yeah, there's not, there's not going to be much to discuss. For our event. And yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's probably good timing because obviously, yeah, little one could be. Any on the day, way any any day so yeah 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 for three or three or four weeks I know. so yeah it's all right. be... I'll, let, I'll let you i'll let you name them down it can be a boy or girl i'll have to ask her if yeah if we can name him name him daryl i don't I think i don't think she'll like that <laughs> <laughs> no no shaking her head no wait till wait till we get promoted and we give basinstoke a slap Langley's coming for you. Now. <laughs> I'll be there if Bayes don't play Langley, mate. You know I'll be there. Yeah, Shit yeah, out of you from the sideline. Oh, quick shout out. <laughs> Next week, 26th, Friday 26th, we have a massive cup game. I put it in Discord groups and in the forum, so I'll say it on here for once. If you can get to Slough, I need a bit of a renter crowd. If you come in and you say Ultimate Europe at the door, I'll give you a discount on the price too. Come. I just really want to make a load of people say Ultimate Europe to someone. I'm not going to lie. But, um, but yeah, I could really use the support. So if you're around London Way, you can get to Slough next Friday night. It's a massive cup game. I'll be there. It's going to be a lot of fun because it's a decent team we're playing. It's the FA Vars. You know, I think Wickham were in the final of it last year or something, you know. So we really want right. to do well in it. So I could really use a bit of a crowd. So if you can get around Slough next Friday, please, I'll remind you all again I'm, next week. I'm, but, yeah. Imagine us to get in first. Huh? How much are you going to charge us to get in first? I don't know. It's normally six quid. It'll be about a fiver. I'll give you a pound off. Six quid. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a pound off if you send your turn for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in one pillar and send them for the next couple of weeks. How's that? <laughs> but yeah, no, oh, if dear. you can get to Stout, please. Love uh, it. We, could, we could use you next Friday night. Yeah, good luck with that, mate. I hope, hope it goes well for you. Uh, good win this week, though. Mm. The other night. Yeah, I was there. Six, uh, six last night. Yeah, six three. First half was like yeah. one all, and then I don't know. We just come out of the second half just buying and some really good goals as well. The substitutions made the difference. He brought on a lot more speed, and the uh, other team had tired out. But yeah, it was a really good game. And you know what? Some of the older heads here. The team that we played are managed by David Tuttle, the old centre back. Oh so, yeah, he was right there yeah. in my presence. There you go. Yeah, the old Palace defender. Yeah, but that must have been nice to you get one over a palace. Oh defender, yeah, then. love that. <laughs> he went and sat in the other side of the stadium. So yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! All right, well, on that, Daryl, thank you very much, mate, and Andy, thanks for joining us, buddy. No and, problem. Uh, 
and we'll catch you all soon.